This is a special acprimetime.com and downbeachbuzz.com podcast. For March 7th, 2017, we're going to focus on the planned Dune building in Margate, which is going to start in early June. Of course, all along Abseekin Island, we're getting ready. Atlantic City and Ventnor, Longport, and of course Margate all going to be affected by this controversial so-called shore protection program. We have some audio for you. We're going to play it for you from the recent Margate Commissioners meeting that happened on March 2nd. A lot of public comment, especially from those, the real estate people who fear that dunes could really hurt home valuations. We kind of tend to agree with that. Margate already has a great protective bulkhead system. And Margate, along with Ventnor, well, we're about to have our summer of 2017 severely disrupted by barges dredges, steel pipes, heavy diesel equipment, closed-off beaches, 24-7, around-the-clock operations. Yep. I mean, how much added protection do we really get from adding these dunes? Don't put up the white flag yet. Should we ask the state to delay this dune building till after the summer? Sounds reasonable. Should Margate seek an injunction? That's what many at the recent March 2nd Margate Commissioners meeting, they wanted to know that. Board of Commissioners were there taking questions, going back and forth. Mayor Michael Becker, Commissioner John Amadeo, and Commissioner Mari Blumberg all in attendance. Wait till you hear this audio clip. We're going to play it for you in just a second here. Commissioner John Amadeo, he's got mad skills in construction. He knows about this kind of stuff. He says a 36-inch steel pipe going to go right down the center of our beach. Totally intrusive. Mr. Amadeo says, horrible. A mess for a thousand feet at a time. Hopefully our beaches won't have silt floating and dirty sand. It's going to be a mess. No other way to put it. Others say, hey, can we petition the state without legal fees? Just push back the work till after Labor Day. Otherwise, it's going to hurt real estate and restaurants and shop owners and summer vacationers, right? The outcry over potential irreparable harm to restaurants, real estate business, the tourism business. Can we go after the Army Corps of Engineers and the state of New Jersey if the dunes cause harm to Margate? And how does all this beach construction affect popular Margate events like beach stock and the 4th of July fireworks or lifeguard races or my ability to walk down the beach unobstructed while I'm wearing my Speedo? Let's listen to the Margate Commissioner's meeting from March 2nd, 2017 on acprimetime.com and downbeachbuzz.com. Dan Gottlieb, 407 North Nassau, Margate. Um, I'm sh- I heard there was some discussion about the timing of the um, commencement of the uh, Dune project. I guess the question that I, ha- I have, a couple questions, but the one question I have, and maybe this is for you, Scott, um, has the state started condemnation proceedings? We... Shall I answer that? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's well along the way, Dan. In fact, okay. as they've filed the condemnation, they have the legal rights for the easements, and what is left at this point is the valuation for the easements. So, for instance, there uh, is a uh, three commissioners assigned to uh, try to set fair value. We, The city's been offered 29000 I know there's at least a half a dozen property owners who are also uh, contesting a uh, nominal amount that's been offered by the state. But I would point out that in other towns, I know 
most other towns, uh, there's been no consideration for the easement. Right. So we're not going to get a lot of money for the state to build the sand dune there. You mm -hmm. look at that Harvey Cedar Supreme Court decision, you right. look at some of the other court decisions, we're just not going to get any large amounts of money. Yeah. I guess what I was looking at was in the judge's ruling where she said, Judge Bum said, that if the state hadn't begun condemnation proceedings and that we couldn't come to some type of agreement, that Margate could come back to her and, and, and she would revisit. Uh, well, they, I don't know if that's exactly what was said, but I do know that the condemnation proceedings are well along the path. Okay. And uh, they absolutely have their rights. See, the way it works is once you file for the taking, you're, you've, you've got the rights. Now what you have to do is uh, come up with compensation. Because the court case, Judge Mendez, as you as you know, he ruled in favor of the, of the shore protection program. Right. So and we're going to have a string of sand dunes in front of our string of seawall. I, I do know that you know she said Judge Baum in federal court said um, that uh, she said while U.S. District the article says while U.S. District Judge Renee. Marie Bum's decision let the federal government award a contract for the beach replenishment work on Absecon Island. It also cautions the state that she will step in again if state officials don't follow the proper procedures to obtain the easement. That's true. That's true. And, that, and that's what they did. That's, they did that's do that. They did yeah. the second time. Okay. She directed them to Superior Court in the state of New Jersey, which okay. is where they went. Okay. Now, can we appeal the. Uh, the, 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 the remuneration that they're going to give? We can always contest it. The way it works is the three commissioners will come up with a um, recommendation, and then if we wanted, we can appeal that. We can fight for more, for more money. But the problem is, that's not the uh, to compensate us for the inconvenience or whatever. That That is the market value of that easement. That's the standard that the commissioners are dealing with. What we may have down the line, which is a little bit different, actually very different, is we may have a cause of action against the state and or Army Corps if the dune causes harm to our city. Yeah. And that's where the judges have said in the past, if there is harm caused, they can come back. And if you'll recall, and I know you do, with the some of the testimony from state officials was, well, if there's harm, we will remedy it. We will rectify it. We will come back. We will do what we have to do. Because as you know, they're going to scoop out the area between the sand dune and our seawalls. And the idea is that the water is going to percolate down, and that's how we're going to get rid of our stormwater. When it rains heavy or we have a storm, our engineers, and I think pretty much everybody in this room is skeptical of that. And I'll know that's really going to work. But that's the state and the Army Corps engineers. That is their plan to deal with stormwater runoff. So on Nassau Avenue, I know where you live, you know, I'm always on Osborne. They are water. We no longer will have the ability to trench from the scupper in the seawall so that the water can flow into the ocean directly. It is going to be bottled up by the seawall. And supposedly, they believe it will percolate down the sand in a reasonable amount of time. 24 hours. 24 hours. Reasonable amount of time. That was my next question about irreparable harm. And is there another category of irreparable harm, i.e., the dependence on our realtors, our restaurateurs, our shop owners, our tourists? Are we creating any type of harm to those people sure. by having this project take place in the heart of our season? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I would suppose you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you it's going to help them. Uh, how much is it going to hurt them? How long is it going to last? Uh, one could say that's speculative. I guess there there is the ability to try to convince a judge, whether it be federal or state, file a litigate, file a lawsuit, seek an injunction to stop them from doing their dune project or sand dune project in the summer. That's one door that could be tried. What are the odds of success? Dan, I think you run in the company with a lot smarter lawyers and big shot law firms. What do they say? What's Dilworth Paxson say? Represented the half dozen or whatever it was, beachfront or do they think there's any shot at an injunction to stop them so they can't do it in the summer season? That, that's the question. Yeah. Well, this is pretty fresh news, and yeah. you know those people, you know, they have not weighed in to me at least on on that topic yet. Well, I, you know, I, I can't. Yeah. My speculation is it would be a difficult burden for us to stop this project at this point, and I know it would cost a lot more money. That's up to the elected officials. They're certainly Mayor, going to think about it. I'm Scott Stein. May I comment? Where do you want to do? You okay? I'm, I'm do you yeah. want to ask me anything? No. Dan. Yes, John. Just for your information, what we were told at this pre-con meeting on uh, last week is they're going to take segments of a thousand foot. They're going to be totally fenced in. That's construction limits. It's off limit to any resident, anybody. They move 200 foot a day, according to their survey marks, where they, they, the volume they know in that particular area, 200 foot a day. So roughly, they're, you can figure it out, they're going to be two weeks in a four block area. In the contract, there's liquidated damages to the subcontractor, Walters Marine, that is following weeks that they have to have the dune shaped, the post and rail fence in place, they're not going to do the plantings till next March. So you're going to have a bare dune till next March because it's not the planting season for whatever species they put on a dune. So as they progress, they move and they give access, even though there's going to be this 36 inch steel pipe down the center of our beach that's to feed as they do their areas totally intrusive. I mean, I, I've watched all the beach fills in Atlantic City, Ventnor, all over, and Ocean City, because I worked on the project in Ocean City. So it's intrusive. It's horrible. The only thing we benefit by, they're bringing three barges to start the project. They're going to use an auger, what they call an auger in Atlantic City. That churns, sucks, and pumps. Where we're at, Margate, Ventnor, and Longport, they have two hopper barges. Hopper barges is excavated. It's cl a cleaner method of moving sand. They, they're two miles off the beach. They're going to excavate it, fill their hopper. They, what they call, they leapfrog. One's out there while one's pumping. They come up to the pump station that's on a barge. They load the pump, and that brings it into shore. So the only areas that I pr presume you know, and this is just a guess, we're going to have a mess for that thousand feet. But hopefully the rest of our beaches won't have that silt floating and, and the dirty sand because as they pump it on, mm -hmm. they use water and that washes some of the sand back out. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. There's I no guess other I, way to put it. I guess I just wonder, 
is there a way to petition the states, you know, without going through all the uh, legal fees and costs and everything? Is there a way to have a discussion with the state about potential irreparable harm, that other category that Scott and I were discussing, to see if there was any willingness to push this back until after after Labor Day. I just I just know that when our realtors and our restaurateurs and our shop owners and some of our residents um, who, you know, the summers mean everything to them, it's just going to be very upsetting and I think there's going to be a big outcry and I just hope that there's uh, some way to figure out a way to maybe push this back. Sure. Go ahead. One thing about the property values, um, I know that a lot of the research we did from our group and, and some attorneys we've spoken to, the one thing that is unique and different about Margate is that we have a bulkhead, bulkhead system, and we do get protection from the bulkhead. So my understanding, again, I'm not a lawyer, um, is that they look at that in terms of how much added protection you get from the dune um, versus the views taken away or whatever other issues they are, and we have a lot of protection from our bulkheads. So I don't think we fit in, like, necessarily where Harvey Cedars is and maybe some other communities. Um, so I think that's an important aspect, and we should really um, try to maximize on that. Um, whether it's going to impact timing or not, regardless, I think that's really important. Um, the other thing is I really think it's important to get ahead of this, be proactive rather than reactive. And, you know, when people hear things and then there's the rumors and this one said this, and, and, and I would really um, hope that the commission very soon have a meeting with the community. Let them know what you know, you know, what was discussed here. Talk about our concerns. Invite the realtors. Invite the business people in. Let's work together so that we don't, I mean, there's always going to be people pointing fingers, but that's not productive. It doesn't matter who said what. One can say up here, you know, we would have had dunes 16 years ago if we didn't start fighting this. Well, if it wasn't you, we wouldn't have, it, it doesn't matter. You know, whether it's retaliation, it doesn't matter. Let's all sit down. Let's look at what it is. Let's be realistic. Let's talk about some alternatives, what we were just talking about before. You know, can we have a meeting? Do we have bases? Let's come together and work together and do everything as a community and as a commission and, and do the best we can and, and not put up the white flag yet, you know, and not say, well, no one else did it. No one else thought we'd ever get this far. And we did. So I would ask that you do that and do it quickly because people are going to start talking. Thank you. Sun, fun, news and info from Atlantic City. This is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. Find us online at acprimetime.com. ACPrimetime.com and AC Primetime Radio, sponsored by Lacey Cleaning, the best in carpet cleaning and construction site cleanups, turnover service for those who rent out their properties. Make sure you reach out to the man. He is Chad from Lacey Cleaning. Call him the best. LaceyCleaning.com. That's L-A-C-E-Y Cleaning.com. And AC Primetime Radio, also sponsored by Get Smart Digital, the fastest growing digital marketing and online advertising company in the Atlantic City region and all of South Jersey. Visit GetSmartDigital.com.